The Money Podcast by best-selling author of Money, Rob Moore, dives into how to make, manage, and master money. How to know more, make more, and give more. How to save, invest, and raise money. The Money Podcast is for anyone who wants to make more money in a job, profession, or passion. For money masters and money disasters. They say money doesn't make you happy. Rob says it does. Seven filthy rich money lessons. Sexier title than seven lessons from the richest people you know, part two. But this is actually seven lessons from the richest people you know, part two. I was running a clubhouse room on money talking. We had a billionaire in the room uh, and we were interviewing him and we were all sharing lessons from the richest people we've met or we know. And this is part two. So you're getting 14 for the price of seven if you subscribe to my money podcast. So in episode one, we covered OQP from Les Brown, only quality people. We covered creating recurring income, not exchanging your time for money. We uh, covered investing profits and money back into assets that pay passive recurring income. We covered getting other people to earn money for you and building a team, staff, outsourcers, etc. I'm not going to tell you the other three. You have to go and listen to the money podcast where you'll hear all seven in detail. But what I am going to cover is seven new ones. These were all covered in the same discussion with a billionaire and, you know, many millionaires around all sharing the lessons from the filthiest of the richest of the people that they've ever met. All right. Number one, money doesn't make you a bad person. Money isn't good. Money isn't bad. Money is a magnifier. Money tends to make you more of what you already are. And with more money, you can give more. So um, fear not that money will make you a bad person. Yes, people will judge you for having money, but they're judging themselves, not you. You are just the, the target, the easy target for them to judge and reflect upon all the failings in their own life. Money doesn't make you bad. Money doesn't make you good either. It doesn't make you anything other than maybe more of what you already are or it brings out um, what was already within you. Number two, then. Someone's just said, I'm looking hairy and fresh. Yes, that's what four months in lockdown with no hair will, uh, no hairdresser will do to you. Yes, yes, sort it out. Sort it out, Robert. Okay, the second lesson is outsource all low and non-income generating tasks. I think this is huge. If you want to increase your income generating value and your ability to earn per hour, the first thing you need to do is you need to work out what you earn per hour of work. And actually, in my book, Money, I did a detailed chapter. And and part of that chapter, it was called VVKIK. Actually, was that in Life Leverage? Anyway, in both Life Leverage and Money, I teach you how to work out your income generating value, which is your total hours worked and your total number or total amount of money made. You take your total money made in the month, divide it by the hours you work in the month, and that's what you're worth per hour. So if you are doing menial, minutiae, admin distracting, non-income generating tasks, it's actually bringing down your hourly average value. Whereas if you do sales and marketing and strategy and vision and partnerships, And the things that actually make you more money, if you think of 80-20 principle, if you spend 80% of your time, not just on the 20% of tasks that move the needle, which is what most of us do, but actually imagine if you spent 80% of your time on the income generating tasks, you would earn probably four times as much 
as instead earning 20% of your, earning 80% of your money from 20% of your tasks. Imagine if you earned um, you, those 20% of your tasks that earned 80% of your money. Imagine if you did 80% of your time on those tasks, you'd four times your income, just like that. But what gets in the way of that is admin and minutiae and lower value tasks. So you need to outsource them. You need to have VAs, PAs, people per hour, Upwork, uh, or delegate them or delete them or delay them or just ring fence your admin to one hour a day and then free that time up to do sales and marketing and strategy and revenue generating tasks. That's a huge one. Rich people tend to know that intuitively or um, or they've got a, a diary time management plan where they're good at prioritizing. The third of seven lessons from the filthy rich, you've got to unlearn your old graft habits. OK, in the industrial age, graft probably worked, you know, manual labor. Um, but now it's your brain power, your ideation, your inspiration, conversations with fascinating people, getting mentorship, advice and guidance and not having your mind so full that you can't make really good decisions and always being energized to make good decisions and not having decision fatigue. So actually, it's craft over graft uh, uh, rather than just hustle and grind 24 seven, 365. The fourth thing is you want to work more on your business than in your business. On your business is moving it forward. Strategy, vision. It is partnerships and collaborations and growth from local to intercontinental, local to national to intercontinental to global. Um, but working in your business is admin, software systems, processes, management, etc. Now, it all needs to be done. And sometimes you're going to have to do some of it yourself. And that's OK, uh, as long as you're working more on than in or at least you ring fence a few hours a week or at least a day a week to work on, not in. What's working on? Planning, strategy, vision, um, improvements, SWOT analysis, you know, working out your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats and creating par partnerships and collaborations and uh, general improvements from outside in, not inside out. Now, sales and marketing could be both because sales can be an income generating task and it can be worth your time to do. As can marketing. Marketing generates the leads. Sales converts the leads into money. Um, so uh, you might still, if you spend 20% of your time working on the business and 80% of your time doing sales and marketing or revenue generating tasks and outsource all the admin, you're not just going to 4x your revenue. You could 10x. There you go. I said it. 10x your revenue. What are we on now? One, two, three, four. I said I've got seven. I've got six on the list. Ah, but number five is you'll often work as hard for a hundred grand as you will a million. You'll often work as hard for a hundred grand in a property deal than you would in a million pound deal. Definitely, I know if I'm launching a product or service, I've got to build that launch model. I've got to write that product or course, get all the back end, the admin, the systems, the payment plans, the customer service, the slides, the, the, the whatever platform I'm running it on. I've got to do you know, the promotion of it. And if I make a hundred grand or a million quid, I've done pretty much the same amount of work give or take. So just remember, you often work as hard for a hundred grand as you do a million or a hundred grand deal as you do a million pound deal. And it's probably exponential like that as well. So make sure that you are um, maximizing all the assets that you're building, your time that you're putting in. And you're not just building things that make a small amount of money very frequently instead of building one bigger thing that makes a lot more money.
Okay, you know, are you doing a dollar activity or a dime activity? A pounds activity or a pence activity? Uh, Number six is stay curious. So the millionaire, Jim Mellon, who was on our clubhouse room, Money Monday, I do a Money Monday every Monday. Follow me, at Rob Moore on Clubhouse. If you're watching the live, put your clubhouse handle, URL, username in the comments. I am at Rob Moore. Come and join me in a clubhouse room. I've been on Clubhouse 102 days straight. Not sure that's something to be proud of. But anyway, it's been great for me. 222. Let me have a look. Let me check how many followers I've got now. 222,000. Double Nelson. Okay, next then. Stay curious, Jim Mellon, the billionaire, said. Stay curious, stay humble, stay hungry, be inquisitive, ask lots of questions, shut up and listen. Always always be learning. Remember, being curious and continual learning got you to where you are, so don't stop once you got there. Stay curious. Oh, I've got some other bonuses for you. Um... If you give more money, you'll get more money. The more you give, the more you get. But of course, you have to be open to receiving. So people say, don't they? Our law of reciprocity. The more you give, the more you get. But a lot of people give. And then when it comes back, they're not very good at receiving it. They're not very grateful. Or, um, oh, no, no, don't help me. Oh, I don't want it. Or they feel guilt. Or um, they're just not good receivers. And they reject money or opportunity. So, yes, um, if you help more people and give more to people, You'll get more, but you have to be a good receiver. Receive with gratitude, receive with thanks. Let people pay you, let people serve you as well as you doing it for them. Or if you're at the other side of the coin where you're a bit selfish, then you need to give more to get more. Money loves to flow. Currency from the Latin creri, meaning to flow. Money loves speed, it hates friction, it hates being hoarded, it loves flowing. Your GDP, your own personal economy is where you create more money flow. Be around people who create more money flow and more of it will flow to you. There's two bonuses for you. Uh, Should we have a look here? Yeah, that'll do. I've got my uh, fair exchange principle and my formula for wealth. You can catch that in another episode on the Money Podcast. I've done 200 and odd episodes on the Money Podcast. Bet you didn't even know I had a Money Podcast. Although if you're listening to the Money Podcast, you probably know I've got a Money Podcast. But if you're watching my lives, oh, disruptive entrepreneur, disruptive entrepreneur, Rob's goes on about the disruptive entrepreneur. But I never talk about money. It's only because I've got two podcasts and I can't talk about them both. But I am here. So let me summarise for you 15, 16 ways um, or tactics that the super rich have taught the very rich. Only quality people around you. One, create recurring income. Don't exchange time for money. Two, three, invest back into assets that create recurring or passive income. Four, get others earning money for you. Staff, team, outsources, etc. Five, just because you are wealthy doesn't mean you know everything. Stay humble. Continually learn. Number six and seven are on another episode. Go and get them. They're the episode before this. And then this one we covered, money doesn't make you bad, money doesn't make you good, money is money, it's a magnifier and enabler, outsource or low and non-income generating tasks so you can increase your income generating value, unlearn your graft habits and master your craft mindset, work on as much as in the business or even more if you can, you'll probably work as hard for 100 grand as you will for a million So when you're doing um, bigger deals, know that you've got more leverage in that. So try and create that leverage by going for bigger deals Uh, and stay curious. Learn from everyone. Ask questions. Always be a student. Love you all. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. See you on the other side.
head when we're all millionaires. Don't forget me when you're writing your will. Cut me in 20%. Come on, sorted you out. Gave you loads of content. You know, pulled, pulled out for you, delivered for you. You know, got you back. Everyday content. Every day, 10 years content. Come on, cut me in your will. <laughs> See you later.